0: Welcome to Believer Radio, a companion soundtrack to our 2023 music issue, produced in collaboration with BFF.FM. My name is Daniel Gambiner, and I'm the editor of The Believer, a quarterly arts and culture magazine published by McSweeney's in San Francisco. For this project, we've asked a handful of our contributors to DJ hour-long sets of music related to the articles they wrote for the issue. To view the full offering of DJ sets, please visit bff.fm slash Believer. And to subscribe to The Believer and support more projects like this one, please visit thebeliever.net slash subscribe.
1: Hi, I'm Mimi Locke. For the music issue, I wrote the essay Searching for Wholeness with BTS and Jung. The piece is a very wide-ranging exploration of how the K-pop group BTS explores and embodies Jungian concepts of the human psyche and weaves in subjects like diasporic immigrant experience, artistic pursuit, anti-Asian violence, pandemic, and many, many other things. But overall, it's I think it's about how art and community can pull you through the hardest times in your life. And the piece brings in various voices from members of Jungian and BTS fan communities, some of which you will hear in the course of the hour. And I'm here with...
2: Hi, my name is Aku Amatego. um, And for the issue alongside Mimi's piece, I wrote a sidebar. It's called Understanding K-pop Generations. Mimi does a really deep dive into BTS, and I wanted to give the context and the history of the K-pop landscape that they exist in. Um, BTS are definitely innovators, and they do a lot that's really special they're also part of something that's much bigger and ever evolving. And I wanted you all to have a sense of that.
1: And for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about when we say BTS, I should probably give you a brief introduction. So BTS is a seven member K-pop group consisting of the following members, RM, Jin, Sugar, J-Hope, Jimin, V, and Jungkook. And uh, BTS are considered the biggest K-pop group in the world by many and various metrics. Something that surprised me pleasantly when I first was getting into BTS was discovering that not only are they incredible performers, amazing singers and dancers, but also they're really involved in the songwriting and production of their music as well as the choreography and performance direction. The lyrics are something that sets them apart as well. They they cover topics like mental health, um, struggles of youth and coming of age, loss, uh, the journey towards self-love, individualism or individuation, and they also sing about the consequences of fame and success. And then I think I should probably also not assume that everyone listening knows what we are talking about when we talk about Jungian concepts of the self. So I'll give a very, very brief intro there. So Jung, when I talk about Jung, I'm talking about Carl Gustav Jung, who's the founder of analytical psychology. And he came up with a theory of the human psyche called the map of the soul. So over the course of the hour, Aku and I will be talking about concepts such as shadow, persona, and ego. And um, in Jung's definition, the persona is the interface between the individual and society that makes up a person's social identity. It's your face um, that you show to the world. The ego, when we talk about ego, we're talking about the center of consciousness, the so-called I, the self. And shadow, um, as Jung defines it, is the unconscious part of the human psyche that contains all the rejected, repressed, and unaccepted aspects of ourselves, the parts of ourselves that we keep hidden from ourselves and the world. It's also worth explaining what we mean by wholeness. In um, Jung's definition, wholeness is, quote, the emergent sense of psychic complexity and integrity that develops over the course of a complete lifetime. In layperson's terms, or as I understand it, it's about integrating every single part of yourself, accepting it, loving yourself, and that this is the work of a lifetime. And, um, and one can start and continue this work, undertake this work at any point in your life.
2: So over the next hour, we're going to do a deep dive into seven BTS songs that speak to a lot of the themes in Mimi's piece. We're also going to explore a little bit our personal relationship, how those songs touch on our own lives. Um, And I'll sprinkle in some context from the bigger world of K-pop. Um, But also after this, I hope you'll go and listen to some of the artists. I mentioned a lot of different artists in my piece who exist in this broader ecosystem that BTS does. Um, and they're all making really, really interesting music. Before we jump in, I want to give you all a little bit of context about us. Mimi and I are really good friends. Um, Mimi actually introduced me to BTS. And so we, I don't know, we have a lot of BTS memories together. We spend Mm -hmm. a lot of time talking about this stuff. It's like really impacted our lives and our friendship. And so, yeah, hopefully you'll get a bit of a sense of that too. But what's up first, Mimi?
1: So the first song is called Tomorrow, and it was released in 2014. It's from BTS's second mini-album, School Love Affair. So Tomorrow is a song about the struggles of being a young person, basically trying to follow your dreams but feeling stuck, uh, in place, despairing. And it's also, I think, about the struggle of becoming, of realizing yourself and your dreams at any age.
3: 매번 반복되는 매 순간 매 순간 오중간 오중간 한의 삶 한의 삶 20대의 백수는 내일이 두려워 참 웃기지 어릴 땐 뭐든 가능할 거라 믿었었는데 하루 벌어 하루 사는 게 빠듯하던 걸 느꼈을 때내내 내 기분은 컨트롤 비트 계속해서
4: 다운되네 매일 내일이 컨트롤 C 컨트롤 비트 반복되는 <목소리>
3: You're to
2: that was Tomorrow by BTS and I have to say this is one of my favorite early BTS songs what about you Mimi?
1: Yes yes absolutely I was so taken by this song for so many reasons when I first heard it but when I was listening to it again when choosing songs for this hour I noticed something I didn't notice before which is that the beginning of the song sounds like waves crashing against rocks and it's not is not an audio sample of literal waves crashing at little rocks, but the, the music evokes that. And I think that is such a great illustration of how BTS uses the music, the music production, to convey the emotion and the message of the song. Since the song is about not only struggling against despair, but also just the monotony and the sameness of waking up every day and every day feeling like the same.
2: Yeah. And one of the ways that this fits into K-pop as a whole, BTS have such a strong message that connects first to youth and young people, but then honestly to everyone who is maybe experiencing some kind of pain or struggle or frustration or the desire to grow. That is unique to BTS, and actually in some ways it's not. Um, I think what I've learned is that early, early K-pop often did have a socially conscious message, and it's always been aimed at young people and teenagers. Um, So I mentioned in the sidebar a couple of artists who had lyrics that talked about, like, you know, I'm so angry at the world, or like, I can't get any further in life because I am so frustrated at myself and I'm stuck. That's in the DNA of K-pop is that young people are fed up and young people are trying to find themselves. Um, I would say in the second generation of K-pop, a lot of that is often lost in favor of just being cool um, and being, you know, pop stars globally. Um, And so it's really great that BTS brought it back and at the time they were noted and really remarkable for the way that they spoke directly to the social struggles of youth.
1: Yes and I think something else that people tend to be surprised by is when we talk about how BTS is heavily involved in the songwriting and production of their songs they don't write all of their songs almost every track uh, that they release is a collaboration They take a very collaborative approach but uh particularly with the rap line Sugar, RM, and J-Hope, if you look at their discography and you look at the songwriting credits, Sugar, RM, J-Hope, you'll see their names in the songwriting and production credits in almost every track. This song is an example of them bringing their own experiences and emotions to their songwriting. It was something that sets them apart Not only as artists, but I think the entertainment company that they started with, um, is now called High, but it started as a big hit. And big hit was quite unusual for, for really encouraging their artists, or particularly BTS, to really put their own stories and experiences into their music. And so I'll just share a few of the lyrics from this song. The first verse has the lines Same day, same month, 24-7 Every moment that always repeats itself An ambiguous life of mine A jobless 20-something is afraid of tomorrow funny right when young i used to believe that anything is possible and they have each line from this first verse repeated um there's like an echo and then even if i scream out of frustration it only gets echoed in the empty sky that tomorrow will be somewhat different from today i can only beg and then the the way that the song progresses i think is pretty consistent with a lot of their songs about despair and struggle that they start off with describing the despair and struggle really evocatively, and then there is a trajectory of finding their inner strength or their inner light, and then pushing through or telling themselves and their fans to just try and keep going. I'm dying, I'm dying. Your pre-chorus goes, follow your dream like Breaker, even if you crash, oh, better. And then the chorus is... Because the dawn right before the sunrise is the darkest. You in the future should never forget yourself of now. Wherever you're standing right now, you're just taking a short break. So I think it's a really beautiful song. I think it's really hopeful. They describe anguish really well, but also hope breaking through. Beautifully said. Um, Let's move on
2: to the next song, which is Blood, Sweat, and Tears from
4: 2016. (laughs)
3: Time to live. My blood, tears, and tears. My soul, my heart, forever. You did something I know. This
5: will make Sweet and sweet Chocolate cheeks and chocolate wings But no, you're not getting out, No you sweet up and beat up Kiss me, I put yeah, 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 yeah. the bread. Hold on a toy, your troll toys and I can the walk Baby T at the 내 he can't deal it.
4: Catch let me mean the 차가운 was 다 가져가 one money money
3: 내가 도망칠 수 없게 꽉 지고 나 흔들어줘 내가 정신 못 차리게 Kiss me on the whip whip 수만의 whip whip 너희랑 감옥의 아닌 다른 사람 험한
4: 인수 노트 알면서도 삼켜버린 거기들 비탐 눈물 내 마지막 춤을 더 가져가 No! <laughs>
2: So that was Blood, Sweat and Tears. That's from BTS's 2016 album, Wings, Um, a really important album in their discography. Um, Why'd
1: you choose this song, Mimi? Because it's awesome. (laughs) Because it's awesome. But mostly because I think that the song has a lot of layers. Yes, it is a banger. Yes, you can dance to it. Yes, the choreography is really fun to watch and try and learn unsuccessfully in a dance class, which one of us may have attempted in the past. I won't tell
2: you which
1: one. (laughs) I won't tell you which one. But um, RM, when talking about Blood, Sweat and Tears, he said that the song is about temptation. The harder a temptation is to resist, the more you think about it and vacillate. That uncertainty is part of the process of growing. Blood, Sweat and Tears is a song that shows how one thinks, chooses and grows. And then Sugar... Added that the song conveys an optimistic determination to use our wings to go far, even if we can encounter temptations in life. It sounds like, on the surface, it could be a song about the pain of addictive love in a romantic or sexual sense. But the way that I think about it is about an obsessive, addictive, and destructive love of art, of being swallowed by it. And I think, okay, this is where I have to say caveat. Neither of us consider ourselves experts on K-pop or Jungian psychology. We are coming at this as fans. But the way that I read it is that it's about being swallowed by your ego. Uh, And I think this song is an illustration, an embodiment of an, an unhealthy ego that has been driven by passion, desire, success, and that these are things that are really, really addictive. So I think about it in terms of, like, lyrically, um, thematically. I think of it as like the next step from tomorrow. If tomorrow is about trying to connect or reconnect with your, with your earlier desires, trying to find a way forward towards success and achieving your dreams. Bless I think is an illustration of what it feels like to be on this roller coaster to have this momentum of of um of chasing your dreams and desires of being in the middle of of that roller coaster of success and and recognition and this was a single that really catapulted them into a much wider public um realm of attention
2: yeah i wish we could all be watching the music video for this song together, um, because the music video for this song is one I show to people a lot to introduce them to BTS. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's visually really beautiful. It's artful, but I think it's self-aware and a little tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. It takes place in an art museum, but also in an alternate reality. There's blood, there's desire, there's um, there's just so much like lush symbolism visually. And what I find interesting about that is BTS always has to walk this line of like, They're exploring this theme of unhealthy passion that you describe. They're also selling a product that they want people to be obsessed with. And so you watch this video that is encouraging you to have this unhealthy passion for this pop group. While the pop group themselves sing about kind of the consequences of obsession with art or with anything, um, they hold that tension really frequently and really well. And you can engage with it at any level. You can go deep and think about this stuff, but you can also say like, this is an incredible music video and I love the way they dance. Um, and I actually honestly find that like really artful. Um Fairly unique. Unique. Let's call it unique. I don't know a lot of other artists that walk that line quite as well. Visually, they do make videos that fit into the concepts that other groups were using at the time. So the next song we're going to talk about, Spring Day, has a pretty brightly colored music video. But I think where other groups were often just purely having fun or alternately purely doing something dark... BTS music videos play off of those two concepts. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, this is a bright music video with a dark undertone, or this is a dark music video, but it's related to something we did that is also very light. Um, So they get to both be part of that world of what's actively happening and popular in K-pop, but they're also like, oh, let's use this to tell a different story. And you'll understand that a little bit better after we play this next song, um, a beloved hit From BTS, this is called Spring Day.
5: got yo reconnect now really really on my
4: enemies the dare
3: 시간조차 미워 우리가 변한 거지 뭐 모두가 그런 거지 뭐 니다 그래, 네, 니가 넌 떠났지만 단 하루도 널 잊은 적이 없었지 난 솔직히 보고 싶은데 이 마음 너를 지을게 그게 너 원망하기보단 덜하지
4: 질린 널 불어내 보다 연기처럼 하얀 연기처럼 I'm my love
1: was spring day from the 2017 album you never walk alone so spring day is widely acknowledged to be a tribute to the victims of the 2014 sewol ferry disaster in which over 300 people died most of them were high school students and uh this event led to widespread social and political upheaval in the country um as aku mentioned the, the music video is really important i think to the uh, appreciation of this song the song in itself is really beautiful and poignant on its own but the music video just gives it this really rich uh transcendent quality uh experience and it contains tons of visual references to loss and I think sacrifice as well in friendship. So there are visual references to Snowpiercer, uh, the movie, and to the Ursula Le Guin story, the ones who walk away from Amelius. And for my piece, I talked about Spring Day a little bit to a Korean Jungian analyst from Seoul called Jion Kim, and she talked about Spring Day as something that is known as a quote-unquote tear button in Korean because it reflects this collective trauma. So she said that most Koreans know the song, they know what it means, and that, and I'm just going to quote her here, people feel grateful to BTS. They don't just sing something pink or sweet. That's why we feel that all their songs are very authentic and that they're genuine. It's always Like, they express themselves as members of society who live in the same era as everyone else. Of course, not only in Korea. We're all connected. The big, big Eros. I think they gave this sense of Eros to Korean society.
2: Mimi, I really appreciate that conversation that you were able to have. And part of why I got into BTS is I do feel that they're very contemporary. They're very of our time. Um... My background is I have a PhD in contemporary literature, I'm really interested in contemporary culture, how we all experience it, and how art reflects the world that we're living in. And when I got into BTS, I always had the sense that they think of themselves as part of this society. They're extremely attuned to what is happening in the world around them, and they see pop music as a vessel for exploring it not as something separate from it. I think that also extends to how they see themselves as people. They are people in the world existing, just like me, just like you, even while they are you know, global pop stars. And I think that humility and thoughtfulness about their position in society goes a long way. I really appreciate it. Um, it's nice to see it reflected in that conversation that you had, Mimi.
1: Yeah, thank you. So the next song we're going to play is Black Swan, which is a single from their 2020 album Map of the Soul 7. This song, I think is widely regarded as about facing your shadow. The lyrics are anchored by a motif from a quote by the choreographer Martha Graham which is a dancer dies twice once when they stop dancing and this first death is the most painful in the press release for this song the description of the song is that BTS steps into the deep inner side of the self and faces the shadow it's been hiding as an artist Like a dancer faces their first death when they stop dancing, the track contains the fear of the moment where BTS is no longer able to perform on the stage as an artist. So for me, I think that um, it's about all of that and it's also about losing yourself in your passion for art and then facing the fear of losing your passion for the art and by extension, your sense of purpose, your sense of self and your sense of meaning.
2: The next song that we're going to talk about, I think is less artsy, but it's also one that I think globally connected a lot of people. Actually, one of their big, big, big global hits, Boy With Love featuring Halsey. Um,
1: do you have anything to say or should we just play this song? I think we should just play this song then we can talk about why we love it. Okay, let's listen to Boy With Love.
3: made the border note number oh time habo to yakashi hey mo get took but i'm i got him got him No the got the monitor no jeotane
5: got to oh no the You know that kid who body hawk and Thomas you had that like kid who ass but not scratch on the nice get not and go nigga soon let me fly
1: In 2014, BTS released a song called Boy In Love. And in 2019, they released a song called Boy With Love. And BTS loves to do these callbacks. And not just because it's a fun kind of in-joke reference or like an Easter egg, but really I think it's about demonstrating how they've evolved as human beings, as artists. And I think this song is really joyful, but it's I think it's also about the healthy power of love. Murray Stein, when he's written about the um, the song boy with love he he describes it as such if you're in love you're possessed by an emotion and a projection of beloved onto somebody else Uh, but if you're with love you're more in control you're with it not in it and this implies a more mature ego and immature ego will be head over heels in love but being with love is a much less manipulative stance psychologically it is a more advanced state so i think with this song bts is saying hey we are boys with love not boys in love we've grown and we'll keep growing and this song just makes me really happy and makes me want to dance and move so
2: yeah i love this song <laughs> super super fun and then the next song you picked is a completely different vibe but i would <laughs> say like it's upbeat in its own way so let's listen to dejata um Just so everybody knows, this is actually a single from one member of BTS. They've always had solo projects, but this is from August D, who within BTS is known as Suga. It's from one of his solo mixtapes, and the song is called Dejita. Let's hear it.
3: Yeah, to 용된 몸 그게 내가 mom chuck and then i go shining but me you call to me i like cool i don't my try think I can take it out my other chick yeah nigga get a nigga yeah come rock on a chick jogodon cho na catchin' a chick top of the gang they don't on the girl all stack good and I flexing no no
6: I'm yeah, it a
3: you know me we back the end I'm a king, I'm a boss, 축제하고 I'm a king, I'm a boss, 새겨놔 내 이름 맛한 새끼들 당장 주해줘 I'm a king, I'm a boss, 다 알잖아 내 이름 이 맛한 새끼들 당장 놈에 먹어줘
6: So, that was Dechita.
1: And Dechita is one of my favorite BTS songs ever. I think it's just really powerful. It's really upbeat. It's really uh, sugar shed. That the main purpose of the song is to be a sort of trap for his haters. So there's lots of, you know, I'm the king, I'm the boss, you're all losers, off with their heads. But then in verse two, he he raps, I got everything I wanted, but what more will make me feel contented or satisfied? I wanted clothes, clothes, then money, money, then gold, gold. Now what's next? I who has only been looking up now would like to just look down and put my feet on the ground. So I think that's callbacks to. Previous songs, it's really, I think, just about this duality of the the success that was dreamed of in the song Tomorrow. But now he's achieved his dreams, but now he's disillusioned. And so he himself has said that the the August D from four years ago has become a king, but now he's in conflict with another August D. He portrays the Mad King character, but then also a more down-to-earth kind of street level Version of himself. I want us to listen to the next song and then
2: I have some stuff to say about both of these songs as hip hop tracks from BTS. I think it'll kind of layer into the discussion. So let's hop over to the song Disease from the 2020 album B.
3: 한 모금으로 불안함을 했어. And then the 내게 갑자기 다가온 불편한 행복. 24 hours. 시간 많은 하루 종일 잠자다. 오, 지금 너 발로 몸 부서져라 뭐 해야 할것 같은데. 마냥 삼시세기 다 먹는 나라, 새끼. 내 dread, dread, dread. 내 자신을 물어 뜯는 게, 깨, 깨, 깨. 손도 응. 댔다, 댔다, 댔다. 왓쳐봐도 손과의 목 맴, 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 맴. 할 때도 마댕, 댔미, 바벨. So 그런데 서고 타, uh, 부응 안 돋내건 병, 건 주는
4: Maybe 내가 봤어 그래 생각이 많은 타 I hate that, 단순하지 못한 칠기 어린 나이 나도 다 몸만 어려 절 인생 가려 One for the loud two for the show Just saying I'm so fine
3: i hate that another just for the love, two
4: for the show, just like I'm
2: Okay. Um, So that was Disease. And the reason that I wanted to pull it in the mix is it's obviously a very different kind of hip hop track, but it is still drawing on hip hop influences. Mimi, when you mentioned Deja Ta as a Trojan horse, I also thought of Disease as the same. Mm -hmm. Um, You can make a song that sounds one way. In the case of Disease, it sounds really upbeat groovy old-school vibes, but the lyrics are actually quite serious and reflective in the same way that Dejata sounds quite simple, but the lyrics are really complex. BTS can do that at this point because they have such an extensive lyrical uh, repertoire to draw from. They have written so many songs about so many things that they can reference those things. Mm-hmm. And if you know, you know, and it suddenly makes so much sense. Um, it actually also helps that there are three rappers in the group. Sometimes people don't understand why you would want three different rappers in a K-pop group. But Jungkook um, actually said in their oral history that came out this summer... That it makes them lyrically very efficient because they all express themselves in different ways. Mm -hmm. So each of them can say even like one verse, but because they're each so different, you now have three different, very radical perspectives in a song that otherwise would only have one. So I think that's a really cool artistic thing that they take advantage of. And in the case of Disease, I think they use it to really good use to write a song that's about like discomfort with oneself, one's place in society, one's relationship to work. Um why did you pick this song Mimi?
1: Well, for very much the same reasons that you've described. I love how it's such a really good samba groove and um it's not a it's not an influence that we hear a lot um in the rest of their music. And I just thought it was really dynamic and really... um, I just love the build-up. I love the bridge. Um, I love the way that they use the progression of the song to talk about the progression of one's psychological state as well. So starting off describing that despair and anguish and distress and boredom and suffering. And then when it gets to the bridge, which is fantastic, (laughs) Uh, one, probably one of the best bridges in in musical history, because woo, no night lasts forever. I've become stronger. The fireworks sparks, I will never fade away. So the bridge feels incredibly cathartic, and it just feels like you've reached the top of the roller coaster and then you're just going to whoosh down. And I I love speed walking around the hill near where I live with this song on, and I just it just makes me want to move and dance. And I think it's just again a really good. Illustration of the kinds of songs that they make and the uh, about suffering and despair and then the journey towards recovering or reconnecting with one's inner spirit and strength and then deciding, yes, I will go on. I am worth continuing. So I think that it's really impossible to give uh, a really efficient primer of BTS and they have so many songs that speak to the themes that we've been talking about about self and the ego and shadow and persona um, but hopefully the these last seven songs that we've played and shared with you all give you a sense of not only the ways in which they've explored these themes in really really different ways but also a sense of the diversity of their musical styles and their approach but also a sense of how they've evolved over the years as as a group as artists wow mimi i'm so
2: grateful for all of the thought and research and insight that you put into this piece and i've really enjoyed going over this with you um one thing I've found is it's such a personal experience often listening to music or connecting with it. And so getting to go over it with another fan and seeing it from your perspective really brings it to life for me. Um, honestly, I think that speaks to what BTS are trying to do with their music anyway, is to bring us into a more collective conversation with each other um, about things that, you know, maybe we wouldn't talk about. And also to just give us the opportunity to have fun. This hour has been really, really fun. Thanks so much for inviting me to do this with you. Thanks for being part of this. And thank you for listening. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. Um, Check out our articles. We mention a lot of other songs, and in my case, a lot of other artists. Um, And have fun exploring the world of K-pop. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Believer Radio. To find more DJ hours, please visit bff.fm/believer. And to subscribe to The Believer, please go to thebeliever.net/subscribe. Our producer and engineer is Claire Mullen. Many thanks to the staff of The Believer: Rita Bullwinkle, Justin Carter, Annie Dills, Ginger Green, Kim Hugh Lowe, Lucy Huber, Heidi Julewitz, Ed Park, Raj Thani, Sunra Thompson, Amanda Yuley, Vendela Vida, Dan Weiss, Sally Wen Mao, and James Ye. Huge thank you also to our collaborators on this project, BFF.FM. To make a donation to them and support Community Radio, please go to BFF.FM slash donate.